Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome back to the Pot It Together podcast. I'm Nicole, and I'm joined by my host, Adam and Becca, for this season finale. Six freaking Season finale, seasons. baby. Six Can seasons. you even... I can't even believe it's been six seasons. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. Three years. That's a long time. Yeah, three years of Potted Together which it's kind of flown by. We started this podcast at the very right time, though. Like, it was peak COVID. All of us were at home. Nothing to do. Yeah. Well, we had stuff to do. But, you know, <laughs> it was just a crazy time. And like, look where, we're at, where we are. Look at it's how so much exciting. has changed in three years. Yeah. Wow. So much life has happened. Yeah, we are going to be talking about our heirloom plants today. And you guys submitted some of your heirloom plants, which are pretty freaking cool. So we're going to talk about that. But first, let's do a little catch up. How have you guys been? How's your week going? Uh, I just got that. I got, I got pointed at. You know, things have been I don't good. Have much to share. Yeah. Uh, things have been good. I, with the green plant, which is the shop that I co-own with my friend Lydia, where we sell Hoyas, Mm -hmm. um, we did like this cuttings box situation. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, that'd be so easy just to like go around and snip. And I was like, okay, my Hoya are getting big and I just, they all need a haircut. Yeah. And that's difficult for me to do, but not difficult for Lydia to do. So it was like a Mm. match made in heaven. But, um... We got done with the cuttings boxes and like I'm looking at my plants and none of them really look like they were cut. And I was like, oh, my God, we could have done we could have done a lot more boxes because like there I was go. really hoping for some stumps. Like I was hoping yeah, that mm-hmm. it, it was going to be cleaning up some space on my shelves and it definitely didn't. But it was still really fun to do yeah. in a great way. I mean, plug. I'm plugging myself here, but a great way to yeah, like get. It. Hoyas without like having to spend a ton, a ton of money because like it's cuttings, you know, so it's a little bit cheaper. Yeah. And like if you're looking to get into a new genus of plant, like that's kind of cool. Or if you don't know much about about Hoya and you want to get like the starter box, you know, like that's so cool. Are you guys going to make this a regular thing? I mean, I think so in the warmer months, obviously in the winter. I mean, I don't know. It's still kind of tough because it's like, you know, 110 degrees here. So it's yeah. like, Ooh. And in other parts of the U.S., like it's hot down there. 
It's Sheesh. getting hot in her. It's getting hot. <laughs> it's getting hot over here. I mean, yeah, nothing. It's yeah. not Arizona hot, but it is Missouri hot. It's like in. I think it's gonna hit like a hundred a couple days this week. Oh. Yeah, but see, you have the humidity and it makes it worse. I mean, I hate when people are like, it's a dry heat because I'm like, it's still fucking hot. <laughs> yeah, but very hot. humidity is is a different beast. <laughs> also, kind of wish I was in it because like my hair looks a little better in humidity. Remember San Diego? How those curls were curling. <laughs> yes, those beach curls. Uh, no. Yeah, no, it's going to be. Well, I have my I have my first 90 degree wedding day at my favorite venue, the farm. Uh, which let me remind you guys does not have air conditioning. So <laughs> I have a little personal fan <laughs> might bring a spray bottle might just be like spritzing myself throughout the day. Cause it gets so hot. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. You know, it's just question. Does this mm-hmm. venue, like, do they recommend you or are these couples just happenstantially all like, cause you do weddings there a lot. So is this like, it just happens yeah. to work out that way or does the venue like say hey this photographer photographs here a lot you should check her out yeah so they're one of the venues that has me on a preferred vendor list so okay. when couples sign up with them they like give them a packet and they say like these are the 10 photographers we recommend because they like know the farm they've been here a bunch yada yada you know so i'm on that list so that's that's why it helps when they like repost my photos on their Instagram because then people like it, I stay relevant, you know, like people are seeing that I'm there quite a bit. But yeah, 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 that's why. Wedding season in full swing, full swing, full big old swing. But, you know, like we're, we're in the end of June right now as we're recording this, but like July is kind of slow for me, which is weird like I just realized I'm not working the holiday weekend, which is nice. But I took off this holiday weekend coming up, which yay for me to have a holiday weekend off, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yay me. Wait. Uh what holiday? July fourth of July is next weekend. Oh. Well like celebratory like it's fourth of july falls on a stupid tuesday this year i know i have to work on monday and then i'm off tuesday i know like everybody has to work the day before and the day after i feel like they should give people monday off you know like yeah you know what i feel like should happen i feel like i should stop being so stupid and every year (laughs) i should look at the holiday schedule and if it's a situation like this i could have had a breezy five-day weekend oh if like you took off if i took monday off yeah i didn't Mm -hmm. well you're not stupid so let's be nice okay (laughs) um but yeah maybe next year think about that (laughs) you know analyze the calendar you know analyze it pick your days wisely there's got to be a website out there that tells people like these are the days you should take vacation to maximize your time off Probably. Oh, I've seen TikToks like that, actually. Yeah. I've seen... But, like... Yeah, I've seen people do that. It, it exists. I don't know if there's, like, a website, but there's people that do it. But, like, yeah. let's talk about your days off, Adam, because I'm pretty sure you went on 18 million cruises at the beginning of this year. Like, you don't have any time off, do you? <laughs> or do no, you have anymore. days left? <laughs> I used all of my vacation in the first quarter of 2023. <laughs> Amazing. Hey, I literally you know, have... Who cares? 14 hours of vacation left for the rest of the year and we're mid-year all right oh shit okay yeah big yikes okay don't get sick well, next year <laughs> i think i'm gonna be sick a lot 
yeah. <laughs> over Fridays and Mondays. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, so I'm off the 4th of July weekend, which is great. And then I took that nice long two week period off right around my anniversary to go on a anniversary trip that I'm no longer doing. So I don't know what I'm going to do with myself, but <laughs> my July is kind of quiet. <laughs> nice. Sorry, I don't know if you were done with your update, but I just kind of I mean, bogarted yeah, I that. Am. Oh, nothing. Okay. I, I ain't got nothing going on. I mean, honestly, I feel like this is going to be a short catch-up because none of us really have much going on. <laughs> like, it's been kind of a, a meh kind of week. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. Becca Becca put out a video finishing the fucking greenhouse, which I have yet to watch. That went up, which what, was today? It's not finished, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There is okay, unfortunately it's not going to be a part seven, but yeah, yeah. My pregnant ass okay. was okay. It's all in rock. It's like we're making the Fast and the Furious films here, Becca. All right, can we wrap yeah. up the series? All right, that's exactly right. how I feel. Like, okay, but the thing is, is like, I am done working on it for my my leave let's say so yeah yes. any like big things happening it's gonna it's not gonna be happening anytime soon so i was like let's just wrap it up and then give myself another couple of months but yeah, yeah. like and i it was it's crazy because i was filming this one from february to now it's like five months and yeah i don't know i mean sometimes i i was kind of discouraged because i'm like wow it took me five months to get all of this done but then again like no i'm I've been pregnant and like didn't feel great a lot of days and I was working on a lot of this stuff by myself so yeah Yeah. and you have other video like you have a full-time job of making other content that you needed to make it's not like you were only working on the greenhouse you know right yeah so one more episode and it will be done because now the list is a lot smaller um yeah yeah so it'll definitely be the so last I part. So I sent you the shade cloth hack that I saw. Yes. And it seems like you liked it. Is that something you're going to go forward on with that type of situation? I I think so. I'm still trying to figure out the shade cloth. So I bought a shade cloth, by the way. Like every greenhouse needs one because it's freaking hot. Um, mm-hmm. It's 70% mm-hmm. shade cloth. And I went with 70% because I'm going to have a lot of tropicals in there. So and it gets up to like 130 degrees. <laughs> Which is insane. I mean, oh my gosh. You can't even be in there at that point. No. And that wasn't even peak yeah. summer. That was like beginning of summer, late spring. It was getting to 130 degrees. So yeah. anyway, I got like some pretty heavy shade cloth. And Adam found these clips that you clip on to the shade cloth and then you put a wire through them. And then you can just sort of move the shade cloth, right? Is that the idea? The thing is... Yeah. Is... I'm going to have to attach the shade cloth on the outside of the building, which like isn't ideal because it'll get worn down faster. But on the inside, I have all of those cross panels and the fans and the um, the collar ties in the rafters. Uh, so and I, mm-hmm. Daniel was trying to explain to me how I could still make it work. And I was like, no, I just don't see it, how that would work. Like, I'm obviously open to it because I'd prefer it to be inside if I could. But um yeah i think it's just going to be difficult with all that all the cross wood pieces mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Oh, either way yeah. i mean it was like 180 dollars, i think and if i have to buy one every 
year. I mean, it's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, if you, again, without having being there, and I'm sure that Daniel has figured out and you have figured out the best way, but I was thinking like if you cut them in thinner pieces and just did between the crossbars, but I guess, and then it went slanted up the roof instead of like across the whole thing. But if it just slanted up each section, okay. I see what you mean. I don't know if that would work either. If I did it that way, then I should have bought like smaller pieces because then when you cut it, it frays, you know, because it's woven. Oh, I didn't even think about like kind of like curtains. You know how to sew though? Can't you just like sew on a little uh, edge? (laughs) I could, but you know. She's like, no, okay. There's things that are fun to sew and things where I'm like, I would never. Okay, I talked about curtains on my Instagram before. I was like, oh, I hate buying curtains. And someone was like, just sew them. It's probably so much easier. Just a hem. I'm like, yeah, it is just a hem, but it's so boring. Like, why would I? That's so such a boring thing to spend my time on. But, you know, I've done it before. I've hemmed curtains and stuff, but it's so boring. I don't want to make my curtains. (laughs) Yeah. And it's not even cheaper. Like, it's just not even cheaper. I might as well just buy them. Okay, one thing that I think we should address very quickly is the submarine. Let's let's have, like, a, mm. a social topic quickly. Because <laughs> we don't have okay. much to say. Okay. I'm okay. up for this. But yeah, insanity. And Nicole, our Titanic mm-hmm. queen, so... I know, I, I've, I've been thinking about you the whole time. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh. Well, for starters, I didn't even really hear about... Someone actually sent me the article a few days ago when it went under, like before it lost contact. I didn't know this was happening until like yesterday, like two days ago maybe. And I started seeing it on my TikTok and I was like, Titan, Titanic. Like I'm <laughs> trying to make like, I was confused. I was like, wait, the Titanic is going down. Didn't it already go down? What are we talking about? But um, this is just a really, in terms of privilege, like what are, what are you doing? Like there is so much, there's so, what did they go down there for? Like they're not researching the Titanic. There's, 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 so, there's been so many man hours down there researching the Titanic, bringing stuff up. Like you can watch all this shit on television. Why are you going to spend what, like a decade? I think they said making this submersible, which it can't even be considered a submarine allegedly. To go, <laughs> To go down, like, and so many. There's no windows in it except for the front window. Like, so when you get down there, (laughs) is it like everyone gets five seconds at the window and then you just rotate? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But also, like, I guess a lot of people, like a lot of professionals advised against this. Like, they had to sign so many waivers. So my first question was, Okay, so now they lost contact. And at this point, we know, like, unfortunately, there's no survivors because they either ran out of air or it imploded. I I want to say is yeah. the latter. I think it imploded. I think it did implode. Yeah. Yeah. I, Ooh, so I hope it was quick. I really they, do hope it was quick. Me too. Wait, they did implode for sure. Like, there was a press conference. Do we know? They yeah. found like the cage like the float cage or like the the cage that like what lets it land or something they found that and for that to come off they said like some catastrophic event had to have happened <gasps> yeah oh god but they haven't found the tube like that the people sit in 
the capsule crisscross yeah. applesauce because you can't stand you can't kneel you're just sitting there no knee it's to knee with so other people crazy tight in there the amount of claustrophobia okay like that's I, that's a whole other topic but like so at this point we know that they're no longer with us so like my question is who gets in trouble for this because like one they were told not to go down there you know this is advised against highly here's a bunch of waivers to sign mm-hmm. and then they had to put all these man hours into working to find them like i can't yeah. even imagine how much money was spent trying to locate this thing I mean, but that's that's so true. Millions of dollars have probably been spent. You have a boat full of sinking refugees and they're like, oh, tighten the borders. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We're not going to help them. But Thank you. these five rich ass people who are God knows. What, I mean, again, I keep going back and forth because I'm like, there's real people here that are hurting, like real people lost mm-hmm. somebody. Yeah. But yeah. on the other hand, I'm like, why the hell did you even do that? Yeah. yeah. That's that's like, why exactly is that even a I'm thing? Thinking. That's exa- I think that's what everybody's thinking. And it's, it's like, like when people come to vacation in Arizona in the summer and they're like, let's go on a cute little hike up Camelback mm-hmm. Mountain. And then they have to get rescued by a helicopter. At noon. And that's the taxpayers paying for it. And I'm like, why are you stupid? Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't feel bad. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. That's what they were saying. They were like, it's a human. It's, it's a humanitarian issue. And I'm like, let's talk about much more important humanitarian issues okay like like how billionaires getting stuck in the titanic yeah like that money could have went to oh a plethora of other things i it's another a whole other topic Mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know i just think i think it's stupid i think that it was stupid that they were even allowed to do that like yeah i do feel really bad for the families because a part of me feels like these people families had to have been somewhat against this like totally nervous i don't know and now they lost their family members like the one i guess the one guy who built it it was him and his son that was on it right Mm -hmm. that sucks well i think it was like 19 or something oh yeah if I was hoping, Steve goes, do you think that they had poison pills? And I was like, That's you know what, what? I if thought. I, if I did something like that, if I was doing something risky, I would, I would be like, ah, I'd rather bite into this poison pill than suffocate to death. Right. Yeah. So I was talking to Ted about this and I was like, don't they have that when people go into space? Like we all remember the challenger, like there's things that could happen. And he's like, no they don't and i don't i don't think that they do like i don't think that that's legal like you can't yeah, I don't kill think yourself it's a thing. no or assist like no one can assist in in helping you kill yourself oh yeah oof unalive yourself i don't know if we oof. could say that i hope it was quick that's all i got to say if that thing imploded then it was quick cuz i've yes. seen videos of things imploding ooh oof. yeah it's <laughs> Again, this is the situation is not funny, but I've seen a lot of people talking about how there were no women on board. <laughs> like, let's. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> since you got your degree, since you got your degree, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's a very, it's an interesting like thing in history. I guess like this. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah, it's it's sad. It's a learning lesson, and it's not, and it's. At the same time, all at the same time, it's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. I, I see a part the of memes, me sees this happening. The memes though. are so good, though. The memes, the, the memes, memes the internet, good. the internet 
it's a, it's understood a fun place. the assignment. Yeah, they really did. Um, I can kind of see something like this happening though with SpaceX once he starts taking people up there. Like it's the same thing. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's just so stupid. Like I don't know why anyone would spend that much money to go to the depths of the ocean. Like, okay, the ocean is such a scary place compared yeah, to that's space. What I'm- that's what I feel too, because yeah. like in space, we can still, we can look, nobody has been lost in space, mm-hmm. but people, lots of people have been lost in the ocean. Yeah. How yeah. have we not figured it out? Nor have we explored more than 5% of the ocean, you know? Is it 5%? That's more than I yeah. thought it was. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's just wild. And the pressure underwater is just something that like you could float around in space and survive for quite some time, which is scary, <laughs> a scary thought. It's scary. But like, (laughs) but yeah, I would so much rather go to space than the depths of the ocean. Like, you don't know what creatures are down there. At least in space, it's just like dust, (laughs) some planets, (laughs) stars, you know, you're not seeing them. They're like very far away. A couple black holes. Just a couple black holes, you know, satellites, (laughs) mercy. Um, Anyway, Uh, yeah, I just, I just don't think, I just don't think humans, anyone human should even be allowed to have that much money, let alone spend it on something like this. That's going to risk the lives of other people. It's just stupid to me. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, when you're a billionaire, $250,000 is like what spending like 10 bucks. Like that's like nothing, nothing, Nothing. a million dollars is nothing to them. So nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, my condolences to the family genuinely yeah um it's, it's just like weird i hope i hope that life insurance and will was figured out i really do oh they, oh, they, shit. they had to have figured that out before they left they had to have i hope this is a whole like this is a whole though like tourism thing this like adventure but like i don't there's a word for it but like there's like these kind of trips that you're taking a big chance of dying, like yeah. flying into a volcano, going into space, going down to the Titanic. Yeah, like, there has to be clauses in the insurance that say, no, you cannot jump out of a plane and and collect on your life insurance policy. Like I can imagine. Well, there's like other clauses. Have you ever seen Along Came Polly with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, because it had a ferret in it, and we just yes. found out that we both had ferrets. Yes, we did. But, like, he's an insurance, like, a high-risk insurance agent or whatever. And that was, like, peak rom-com days. Yeah, it really was. Ugh. That was a great movie. <laughs> Becca's like, what movie? No, Have you seen I've, Along Came Polly? I've seen it. It was just a while ago. I don't really remember anything, but I, I have seen it. Oh, I'm going to okay. put that on my list okay. for my maternity leave. Movies to watch. Yes. Yeah. It's a cute one. It's a good one. But yeah, like there has to be specific clauses where like you got to pay more or I would imagine insurance companies wouldn't even cover you if you were like, like, like if you had a skylight in your house and it (laughs) leaked. Yeah. Yeah. If they're not. Oh, there's your update. That's my update. The the plant room leaked in a big way and we're probably gonna have to replace the drywall on the ceiling and the south wall, which sucks in addition to the skylights and insurance does not cover the skylights. So don't get a skylight that sucks (laughs) they're like yeah well i'm it's like the death trap of a house like they're so beautiful and so you're gonna want them but insurance usually doesn't cover it because they're just really high risk and then they're like 
very like a 1000 to 2000 each to fix like to replace i know they're expensive <laughs> have you ever seen those like light tubes that are smaller but they let direct light come in no, no. light tubes oh i've seen people put them in like dark hallways but it's just like a little tiny like bubble that's on your roof oh. and then the tube yeah Oh, that's I thought cool. about doing that, but I wonder if you could just do like six of those, but then that's still cutting holes in your roof. Yeah, no. it's yeah. That's BS, though. Why pay insurance? It's a racket. Yeah, it's yeah. just ridiculous. And, you know, the thing is, with our deductible, I'm not going to get too far into the nitty gritty of my insurance details, but with our deductible, I don't know if replacing the drywall will even reach the deductible. So it's like we're going to have to pay the full amount for the drywall and the full amount for the skylights. So, oh my oh God. God. And you have to do it soon because if it rains again, then you're screwed, right? Yeah, pretty much. Well, if it's a really heavy rain, yes. I don't mm. know. I don't know how how bad it would be in a, with a light rain. But Adam, do these tube things, do they look like, like recessed lighting? Like circles? Yeah, solar tube. That's solar really cool. Solar tube or like light tubes, tubular skylights. Yeah, so people put them in like places of their house that like are would really really be dark that wouldn't have like um, a window, like hallways or like your stairwell, Becca. Like when you're mm. going up your stairs, yeah. how it's there's no window there. Um, well, that's and then, cool. But there's just you could put one up there with the roof because the roof it goes all it's open all the way up to the roof. Or attic. I'm not sure how your house is, but yeah, mm -hmm. we've got an attic. It'd have to go through the attic, but interesting. Hmm. So yeah, don't buy a house with somebody messaged me and was like, oh, I wanted to buy a house with skylights. I shouldn't anymore. Huh? I'm like, yeah, don't. <laughs> or just like have have an don't oh shit fund it. that's like four thousand dollars deep. And then sure, have your skylights. Because we had our roof replaced like two weeks ago because we had really bad hail damage. Mm -hmm. But I think that's why the insurance covered it. But there was nothing wrong with our skylights. They were just original to the house. Like they were older. So they're like, yeah, we're replacing the skylights too. And they just replaced them. Amazing. And insurance covered all of it. Yeah. Ugh. But it could be because like they said that it was hail, hail damage and not just like the skylight failing. Leaked. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. 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 Yep, yep, yeah. Anyway, that's shitty. It is, yeah. but, you know, life happens, unfortunately, mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes. It does. But anyway, on a brighter note, we've got some stories to share. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
We do. We have some heirloom plants to talk about. And some of these plants are really cool. Some of these stories are pretty cool. All right. So this comes from Rebecca at um, (laughs) VT Chewbecca 01. (laughs) Love that name. (laughs) Anyway. My family heirloom plant is a shamrock plant that my parents got from their elderly neighbor. My parents gave me her name as my middle name. So the neighbor as they gave her name. The shamrock plants are around 100 years old. I now have four pots of shamrocks around my house and office that continue to that continue the life of these fun plants, which is oxalis. Mm, It's so pretty. So pretty. That's really and cool. And they just multiply and multiply and multiply. So have you guys ever had oxalis? No. I have not. But I always kind of wanted one. But I feel like I like it wouldn't be the right plant for me. They're so dainty. They remind me of like maiden hairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, I love like seeing time lapses of them moving though. They look so cool when they're moving around yes. and opening and closing. I think I could definitely go for like a purple one someday. Mm -hmm. If I could find a pot that's as full as this person, as Rebecca's plant, then I think that I could go for it. But I only ever see them in like four inch pots and they're not very full. Yeah. You know? People have them outside, like in warmer states and Mm -hmm. climates. They're like growing outside like create like like just bushes like ground cover yeah one of rebecca's is in terracotta which is a little surprising because to me i feel like they're water intensive maybe Mm -hmm. not maybe i'm wrong but i haven't tried one i mean i had one when i first got into plants but it didn't last very long yeah yeah so good job rebecca that's amazing i feel like it's a stressful plant to have as an heirloom plant and you're doing amazing (laughs) i would be stressed i know you are doing (laughs) seriously Uh, okay Okay. All right. You want me to do the next one? Um, sure. Okay. This one is from Brooke and her Instagram handle is Brooke EC Stoner. <laughs> That's her last name. I'm, sh- I'm sure. Cool last name. Okay. As a military spouse, I get to see my parents usually once a year if I'm lucky. I recently started collecting houseplants as a hobby to help cope with the distance between me and my family. So on our last trip home, I had a brand new appreciation for my parents' nearly 22-year-old pothos that has cascaded down their fireplace for as long as I can remember. Pothos are just just a solid heirloom plant, (laughs) you know? Like, they really... uh, That plant has faced its fair share of certainly understandable neglect during seasons of child raising cancer battles and a myriad of other life crises crises yet is somehow still thriving and despite all of those tough seasons my family is still thriving oh mm-hmm. knowing of my recently sparked interest in plants my mom asked if i wanted to take some clippings from this pothos and of course i jumped on that opportunity they survived the 2400 mile journey back to our current station and now i have a small piece of my home with me as well as a reminder that we can choose to thrive no matter where we are planted that is the sweetest <sighs> story oh, i love that and this 
this pothos also i forgot to mention guys that we're going to be sharing these photos in our stories this week so head on over to pot it together on instagram to view these stories and we'll put the name of the person there and everything but and a highlight bubble in case people are catching this after yes yes and we'll do a highlight bubble um this pothos is so freaking long like it is really cascading down that down that fireplace that is so pretty yeah i know but part of me is like where is the window that it's getting light from i was wondering that yeah because it looks like there is light there's shadow on that deer head so something it's coming in from somewhere i think see it- becca this is what you could have had if you didn't let those die <laughs> i know my photos could have been that long no, I'm, kidding. I'm honestly impressed that there's like leaves mm. at the top like that's great yeah yeah usually that's like the first to go so mom must be really you know on her schedule with watering yeah attentive yeah pothos man i i wish that i could do well with pothos i can't i don't know why you know we we have one that's been i mean since i started collecting house plants we have one. It's in Mia's room and she neglects the sh- I think I said this before, like it's in soil and she neglects the shit out of it, but mm-hmm. we'll see how long it lasts. Maybe it'll become an heirloom. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. The next one is Maybe. coming from Andrea and I just looked at Andrea's profile and it says that they're an embalmer, which is very cool. I just <sighs> have to point that out. Wow. That's cool. I feel like I remember Andrea from past stories but maybe not no that's the first message that's awesome Psych. Yeah, that's- <laughs> okay so we've ooh, we've got an aloe which is a great heirloom plant yeah okay, i want everybody to pay attention to the specific plants that are these heirloom plants because those are the plants that are going to stick around <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what right. i think mm-hmm. it's they, like, can, they can handle it saw the request for heirloom stories so this is my heirloom aloe vera it came from a really rough looking plant that my dad had gotten from his dad It has been in the same pot for 30 years. Grandpa's been dead for over 20. So my dad asked me to repot it for him and see if we could save it. When we got it out of the pot, there was duct tape on the bottom that Grandpa must have used 30 years ago to fix a hole. (laughs) (laughs) That made us laugh a little bit. Oh, that's really sweet to like see some remnants of... My youngest brother helped me soak the roots and separate the plants. I think we got about eight separate plants out of it, and they're all green and growing great. My dad really loves the fact that he has a plant from his dad in a pot from his mom passed in 2020. I'm getting ready to prune this one up and pot the babies and pass them to another of my brothers. It's nice to think that whenever we pass one off, it's like sending a little of our family past and present off to the next house keeping their memories alive wow that's so sweet and she she included photos of them like repotting it that's the sweetest thing yes i love seeing these photos my family has an aloe that looks very similar (laughs) it's been potted really i think probably like 15 years maybe 20 honestly at this point and it looks very similar but aloe just will like keep putting off babies just it'll keep going yeah Wow. Yeah, that is really exciting. They, they grow faster. I, I feel like they're probably the the faster growers of like the cactus succulent family. Like they they can grow pretty quickly. Definitely. And that's really sweet. Also an- with the pot. Andrea. Yeah. That is Andrea or Andrea. Oh, I love your glasses, by the way. Just wanted to say that. <laughs> 
Amazing. They are cool. Next up on Heirloom Plant Stories, we have Candace at CLW06. And they write, I have a Christmas cactus from my step-grandmother and a peace lily from my grandmother. The peace lily got fungus gnats so bad after I got it, the soil was moving like crazy and I ended up completely rinsing the roots, soaking it in neem oil and putting it in a trash bag for over a week. It's been gnat free for about a year and just spit out its first flower for me. Yay. Oh, yay. I don't even like peace lilies, but I'm determined to keep this one alive. Oh, that's awesome. The soil was moving from the fungus gnats. That is crazy. Oh, it makes me cringe. I've had that happen so many times. So my mom can't really see that well. Like both her and Ted wear glasses, you know. And when she Mm -hmm. was in Arizona, she had a money tree. And she had it in her office. And she's like, I don't know. It's just dropping leaves. I don't know what's wrong with it. And I went to go look at it. The soil was literally moving. Like... Like, just like she described, it was loaded with fungus gnats. I was like, how did you not see this? She's like, I don't see anything. And like, they stayed at the plant. Like, they weren't flying around or she would have noticed, you know? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. All right. Um, The next one is from Allison. Allison Ringold on Insta Insta. And she says, my family heirloom plant, Ahoya pubicalix. Sorry if I spelled that wrong. I don't think you did. I think you spelled it right. I don't think you did either. Uh, That my dad got a cutting off from his mom and wants to give me a cutting when I move out, just like his mom did for him. That's so sweet. At this point, it's over eight feet long and being held up in a window with twine which it is quickly outgrowing. I'm open to trellis recommendations, LOL. (laughs) I'm sure that was directed for Adam. I'll send a picture if I remember. And she definitely did. And this thing is huge. There's so many blooms on it. Yes, look at that. Okay, so not that I want to... I'm not judging, but I don't think it's a pubicalyx. I think it's... I was going to say that too. A carnosa. Carnosa. I think it's an heirloom carnosa. It looks like a carnosa, and mainly because of the flowers, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, and pubicalyx usually have more narrow, thinner leaves. Yeah, yeah. um, I'd have to look at the publications to see what the type specimen is for pubicalyx, but Mm -hmm. in any case... It's absolutely gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. Oh but my god! But she gosh. does need a. Tre- you did need a trellis so you can get some leaves popping out on those bare ends. You know. Yeah. I mean, she really did what she, she used. What she had, she used that curtain rod, and that curtain rod came through. What would you suggest yeah. for a plant this big, like the the trellis that you have your huge carnosa on, or what? You know, yeah, I did buy like a big metal trellis, like a garden type trellis. Um, like an obelisk and it's like an obelisk yeah the obelisk trellis and it lets you like wrap you can either run the vines up straight up or you can like wrap them around circle i mean eventually it'll look kind of weird at first but it'll fill out um yeah but definitely something tall or you could just get one of those like v-shaped trellises i don't know how to say that but like they have them in the garden centers where like the base can just like is a very low footprint but then it like V shapes out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. just spread. You can spread it on that. Yeah. Oh. Nice. Oh, so pretty. Very beautiful. So Allison. pretty. Those leaves are gorgeous with some, like that one splashy leaf. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right. We've got a message from Chelsea 
Chelsea Diane Art One. A beautiful art, by the way, Chelsea. Very, very beautiful yes, plant art. Yes. Okay. Here we go. I visited my husband's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wait. <sighs> Sorry. Really? I just saw the art. <laughs> really quickly, Chelsea's the one who drew our logo for us that we reposted. Did you see that? Oh. Yeah. She yes. she was listening to the podcast one day and she drew our logo and it's freaking stunning. Like I, I almost want to offer to like, like get a printed copy of that or something because mm. <laughs> I want to hang it up. <laughs> and offer yeah. like to pay for shipping <laughs> and pay for it it's so beautiful wait i'm gonna have to look back at our story we'll post that again yeah <laughs> we have to repost that one i missed that okay so i visited my husband's 91 year old grandma who lives on a farm i noticed in the back of a room a huge hoya and a macrame holder i had never noticed before it was blooming and awesome i found out it was 40 years old and her daughter my mother-in-law made the hanger and put it there 40 years ago, and it's still going strong despite pretty minimal care. I took a bunch of wow. cuttings and made propagation pots for all five of my husband's siblings and my mother-in-law, so we all have a piece of the history. Mm-hmm. The propagations are all doing amazing, and it's a great connection we all have to her and this family heirloom plant. Wow. Oh, my God. And the babies look really good. Yeah, the car- it's a carnosa. They do. Beautiful. It looks really good. Oh my gosh, that original plant. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. You can't even see oh, the wow. macrame hanger. No. <laughs> no, it's covered. That. That's amazing. I that's feel like so cool. Hoya are definitely very popular among the old ladies of past generations, like the Car- the Cardosa. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And they don't even know. Amazing. It's like very trendy. They don't even know. Will. They have lots of, lots of Hoya blooms on their profile. Their name on Instagram is Will Has Plants. If you're, if you want to go look, very cool. Okay, so they say Hoya carnosa is probably the only heirloom plant that I have. It was one of my very first house plants taken as cuttings from my mother's plant. Initially, I wasn't really interested in Hoya. <gasps> Wow. Because this was back when the houseplant craze was still ramping up in Raphidophora tetrasperma, <laughs> Monstera adansoniae, and Pilea peperomioides were the it plants that were still near impossible to get without spending a pretty penny. And Hoyas hadn't found a place in the spotlight yet. True, though. This is so true. You know what? <laughs> My first houseplant unboxing, I think I unboxed a Hoya. A Hoya really? Felix. Was mm-hmm. it? Look at I that. Did. See? Like, Full circle. Known. Full circle. <laughs> Um, and pepperomi, uh, Pilea pepperomioides was my first ever like wishless plant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was I a big that. It plant. That was huge. It was. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying it again though. FYI. So am I. With pawn. So I'm, oh, I'm, I'm giving ooh, it a go. Keep us updated on that. Ooh. I will. Yeah. Okay. So Hoyas hadn't found a place in the spotlight yet. Uh, but my mom seemed to love this plant and insisted that I needed it in my collection. And the cuttings grew like crazy for me, despite getting little care in a north facing window in a western in western New York. Later, when I started getting more interested in Hoya, 
and would send my mom pictures of all the new leaves and everything I thought might be a peduncle. I'll, I'd call her and talk her ear off about all the things I was learning about them. And she thought it was funny because apparently everyone on her side of the family has loved Hoyas or at the very least had a Hoya Carnosa or five hanging around their house. <laughs> it turned out that she had gotten hers as cuttings from her mom, my grandma, as wow. well. And my grandma had gotten cuttings from her family in Denmark. Wow. And who knows how many times it had been shared and passed around before that. It was a weird kind of familia connection that I wasn't expecting to have out of something I assumed had become a really specific niche interest. Yeah. Unfortunately, I only got to speak to my grandma about it very briefly via email because her memory had been fading over the last few years and she ended up passing just this past September. Mm-hmm. But when I went down for her funeral, I found that she still had her Hoyas despite having moved from the home she built with my grandfather, who I never met. And both of my aunts that lived near her had multiple pots of Hoya Carnosa, all from the same plant, growing wow. like weeds and blooming like crazy out on their porches. My mom had taken a cutting from my grandma's plant for me once when she went to visit a few years ago, the one pictured in terracotta. But I ended up taking another small cutting while I was there to take home with me, the one in the plastic cup. Now that things are starting to warm up here in New York and my Hoyas are starting to wake up, I just noticed my first Hoya Carnosa, the one that I got as cuttings from my mother that reminds me to call my mom and text my aunts every once in a while. That makes me think of Grammy, even though I can't talk to her anymore. And that, Why am I getting emotional? Mm, me too. I know. Oh. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's so weird. I don't <laughs> usually get that way. Oh, uh, Okay. Um, that makes me think of my Grammy, even though I can't talk to her anymore. And that reminds me why I love plants and especially Hoya is it's just about to bloom for the very first time. Not the Mm. first Hoya I've had bloom and maybe an heirloom Carnosa Hoya Carnosa isn't the fanciest plant out there, but this plant and this bloom are really, really special to me. See, it's the basic, it's the basic plants. You guys that hold those, those memories. Mm -hmm. It's not gonna, it's not going to be your Thai constellation, you know? It's not. <laughs> it's going to be that. Yeah. It's going to be that Carnosa or that Pothos. Yeah. Oh, that was so sweet. That's such a special story. And like, just to know, you know, how that plant was just everywhere. It reminds them of everything, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I love that. Well, this is a quick one. This is from Christine. Uh, Greeny Teeny. That's their handle. Heirloom plant. My parents got this from my grandma the day I was born, and they gave it to me when I was 26. And it is a uh, croton. croton. <laughs> Dang, where does she? Where does she live? Florida, probably. Uh, probably. Does it say? No. no, not in the profile. Not in the profile, but she definitely has a croton, and I'm I'm gonna say it looks pretty pretty good. It's like tree form. Yeah. You know what plants got is, is a little vintage when it starts to get those the woody woody stems, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be yeah. I might like a croton then. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like wow, imagine it as like a bonsai. I mean, I don't think you yeah. could bonsai this, but like how cool would that be? Okay, I I mentioned this last fall, but I kind of like crotons in the context of fall time because they I 
one of my garden centers had it in like a fall display and i was like "Ooh, that's really pretty that looks really nice yeah yeah i remember you saying that so i'm kind of when i think about them i think of fall which makes me like them a little bit more not enough to get one but (laughs) yeah but closer (laughs) yeah (laughs) closer than i ever was Is that all of them? Well, there's one from um, Julia. She's actually a photographer in Illinois, which is kind of fun. Um, she, I'll, I can read it really quickly. She said her, sorry, her handle is Julia Bietti Photography and her photos are great. Okay. She said that she killed the only heirloom house plant, a string of pearls from her great aunt. <laughs> rescued from her home after her passing still hurts but she does have an iris in her yard that are originally from her childhood home so she sent a photo of that and it's actually her dad in the garden watering them or not watering them that's her dad that's her childhood home and the irises that were at her child her dad's home i thought his bike in the photo was a hose I thought he was watering the plants. <laughs> okay, but well, I can't find this. I can't find this message. Oh, you can't? It's, it's Lake-, Lake Zurich, Illinois photographer. Oh, yeah. right in Sorry. front of my face. Sorry. It's weird how Instagram, like, in the DMs, it'll, it won't show you the handle. Like, you have to click on it to see. It's confusing. But anyway, those are beautiful. Oh, my gosh. All the green. I miss those, green. Yeah. Well, <laughs> move to the Midwest. Move back here. Yeah, come back. Come on back. The green's back. waiting for you. Come on back. You're always welcome. <laughs> I think, well, we've said this in the podcast so many times, but I think plants with stories are just so much more meaningful. And yeah. Yeah. So you guys have heirloom. Well, do you, I'm not sure about Becca, but Nicole, do you have an heirloom plant to talk about? Well, I do. So I have a syngonium that I got from my best friend so my best friend's grandpa who she lived with most of her life so she was very close to him he passed away and he had a syngonium that he was keeping alive for i want to say like a decade it has a date on it it's like may of 2013 or 2012 or something like that um And she was just like going through his plants at his house when he passed. And she knew that I was like into plants, obviously. And she's like, hey, I don't want to deal with this. Do you want to try to keep this thing alive? And I was like, sure, no pressure. This syngonium has put me through the ringer. It has died back. Like it's been down to two leaves. I've propagated it. It's actually currently in a prop box because I'm so terrified of this plant dying (laughs) that i'm like oh no it'll freaking live in this box if if it continues to give me problems it's just gonna live in a prop box forever um but it's pretty it's just like i don't know exactly what kind of syngonium it is it's just like green it's got some white variegation but it's pretty and it's it's basic but yeah that's That's surprising that's surprising to me because Syngoniums are pretty like, you know. Easy, right? Yeah. No, she jokes all the time because I'm like, this plant's giving me shit again. And she's like, that's my grandpa. He was like a very, like, 
he had dark humor and was just like constantly always giving her shit about stuff. And he, he was, he was a hard person to, to understand. So she jokes around all the time. He's like, she's like, yeah, that's just my grandpa. <laughs> He's oh, giving you shit. <laughs> He's giving you a hard time again. So I think that that's cute. The energy was transferred. It was transferred. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I should call this like, so I have my heirloom Carnosa, but I don't really know its history past my sister who gave it mm-hmm. to me because she inherited it from a roommate that she had who I'm mm-hmm. sure got it from his parents or grandparents. So, but it is a very old Carnosa and I love it, but I do have another, my Carnosa mm-hmm. compacta or since it's actually a, a registered or known cultivar you can just say hoya compacta now Mm. Um, but my hoya compacta oh really came from yeah it came from my uncle well it actually came from my stepmom who got a piece from my uncle's plant which i didn't know like my family has never been super close Mm. um and it's probably because my dad was in the military and everyone grew up in Maryland, but then immediately after he graduated, like moved to Alaska where I was born. And then we moved to Nebraska. So like, we've never been around family mm-hmm. and we don't keep mm-hmm. in contact, but I didn't even know my uncle had this plant, but his apparently is gorgeous and huge. It flowers all the time. And my stepmoms mm-hmm. also grew hers out to be huge and mine's on its way there. But, um, so yeah, so it's like in, in all of our houses. And I think That's some of my cool. other fam- some of my other family members have it too. So I think it's kind of sweet. Mm, that is sweet. Yeah. Becca, do you have an heirloom story? Um, well, when we were briefly discussing before we started recording, I used to house sit for people all the time. <laughs> and before I knew this was not right, I used to take <laughs> clippings of their plants. Um <laughs> You the know, way you say it. I'm, <laughs> I didn't know at the time that this was not cool. And I never took anything huge. Like, literally, it was like one or two leaves. So, wasn't she yeah. a friend of yours? Wasn't she a friend of yours, though? In one of the cases, it was just a rando who was referred. Like, okay. I, I, I house that for a few people, and they had like friends, and they would just tell them about me. So with her, she had a lot of plants and she actually had a, not a pink princess, but like the red Congo Rojo, I think, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or it was like a pink philodendron. It was really pretty. And I wanted to take a cutting so bad, but I was like, there's no way I can take a cutting of this without her noticing. (laughs) So I always tried to be pretty covert about it. So maybe there was a part of me that knew it was wrong. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Either way, I don't, I don't like advertise this proudly, but I, I'm I'm honest. Yes. Okay. So anyway, um, (laughs) my uh, Monstera deliciosa actually started from a very, very tiny leaf from one of this woman's plants. I actually didn't even know what it was when I took the cutting because the plant was so juvenile and I kind of put two and two together eventually and I got to watch it grow from a tiny little leaf to this huge like split leaf situation now. Giant. So Giant. Yeah. That'll be... An heirloom plant for my kids. Yeah. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. What plant in your collection will be <laughs> will be the starter of an heirloom plant? <laughs> that So, yeah, definitely that one. That Monstera Deliciosa, I think. 
and hopefully my carnosa compactor okay guys well thank you so much for submitting these heirloom plants be sure to head over to our instagram to check them out they're really really pretty um yeah and it's the season finale and i'm kind of sad about it because we're not going to record for a few weeks oh but we uh we're not going to keep you guessing like they do with Netflix series. Okay. We will be back with the season seven <laughs> and uh, that's just what it's going to be. We just finished, finished Ginny and Georgia and I was watching this show quickly with Mia because I assumed that they were coming out with a season three and four like soon and they haven't even started recording it yet because of the writer's strike because it's still going on. Mm, yeah. So they're not even coming out with this show until 2024. Anyway. I digress. <sighs> it's okay. Dang it. The yeah. season of Outlander came out, though. Oh, that's what I'll be Ooh, doing. That's and Sex in the City. And just like I that. Know, and just like that. And guess who's back? Samantha. Samantha. Kim Cattrall. She's only making a guest <sighs> appearance, though. Yeah. It's nothing um, like crazy, but. But we'll, yeah, we'll be back in the fall with season seven. Yeah. And of course, we'll still be on Patreon. So you can find us over there. Yes. Um, yes. We're doing our monthly Patreon episode. Yeah. We have another one coming out in what, like two weeks. So head on over. Yeah. Catch up. Catch up and mustard with us. Um, But yeah, we love you guys. And we're so excited about season seven, too. And uh, we just hope you have a great summer. But anyway, thanks again for joining us in today's episode. School if you want. out for summer. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, wait, what are you singing? <laughs> um, if you want, I'm sure we're all going to be posting on our Instagrams all summer. So you can follow us individually. Adam is at not dude. Becca is at Dela plants and I'm at my clean leaves. And again, at potted together for those heirloom plant pictures and stories and if you have an heirloom plant and you weren't able to submit it for this episode still share it with us we'll repost yeah. it in stories yeah. and uh yeah that's it guys we'll see you next season oh bye see you next season bye, bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.